I'm Leslie Marshall, and he is Mark Levine. He is my co-host and partner in crime every second hour on Wednesday. And you might say, but Leslie, on this hump day, it is hour three. I know, I know, I know. This is what happens when you do television and race back to a studio in Los Angeles where every major freeway had major accidents. I couldn't get back. So Mark uh, Mark Levine, my buddy here in Washington, D.C., on the East Coast while I'm on the West Coast in L.A. Thank you, buddy, for covering my well, butt once again. <laughs> glad to fill in. I had to move my car and in a six-minute break, go around the block, put it in the parking meter, run back up, so I was a lot of breath. But I managed to do it, so it's all good. Well, you are awesome. You are awesome. And, you know, we have, we have a really interesting, uh, we have an in- in- interesting uh, kind of topic today because we're talking about Two media guys, two celebrities, big news for both. <laughs> and, uh, you know, they have to do with, uh, no actions over announcements, let's just say. Um, uh-huh. So let, let, let's uh, let, let's start with, should, should we, do you want to do one at a time or do you want to kind of, you know, morph the two, morph the two together? Oh, let's morph them together. So All right, let's morph them together. We can talk about either one of them. Okay, that, 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 uh, that sounds uh, good. Let's start off with... Um, the fact now that NBC News has suspended Brian Williams without pay. I'm sure he's not going to be hurting with his amount of money for six months. And stories have been called into question, but it goes deeper than that. So let's listen to this piece of audio, and then Mark and I will talk a bit about the Brian Williams thing, and then we'll head into the other dude from Comedy Central. Let's go to the uh, Brian Williams audio, guys. The story actually started with a terrible moment a dozen years back during the invasion of Iraq. When the helicopter we were traveling in was forced down after being hit by an RPG. We were in uh, some helicopters. What we didn't know was we were north of the invasion. We were the northernmost Americans in Iraq. We were going to drop some bridge portions across the Euphrates so the 3rd Infantry could cross on them. Uh, two of our four helicopters were hit by ground fire, including the one I was in. At a reception a few minutes ago, I was remembering something I tend to forget, the war with Hezbollah in Israel a few years back, where there were Katusha rockets passing just underneath the helicopter I was riding in too real no one has time we're right. up we're up in an israeli military blackhawk helicopter here's a view of rockets i'd never seen passing underneath us 1500 feet beneath us you know and we've got the gunner doors on this thing and i'm saying to the general uh, some four star okay so if we're 1500 feet it wouldn't really take much for them just to adjust the aim and try to do ring toss right through our open doors would it and in new orleans what was strange is we had someone a member of our traveling team we had to we had to have security with us. We had to have men with guns behind me one night because I was the only source of light in downtown was the lights that were illuminating our broadcast. We were told not to drink our bottled water in front of people because we could be killed for it. We needed fresh water and food and supplies. We watched, uh, all of us watched as one man committed suicide. We saw people, families, old people clinging on to their dignity. My week, uh, two weeks there was not helped by the fact that I accidentally ingested some of the flood water. I became very sick with dysentery. Our hotel was overrun with gangs. I was rescued in the stairwell of a five-star hotel in New Orleans by a young police officer. We are friends to this day. Uh, Mark, <laughs> there's a lot. I mean, we have Iraq, we, we have Katrina. It's not just two instances. It's numerous instances surrounding these. 
And, you know, we've heard, uh, you know, different things. Uh, one, the general manager at the time of the five-star hotel, uh, Brian Williams never, ma- you know, names the officer. Does he come forward? So first of all, let's let's talk about this. John Stewart, who we're going to talk about next and, and, you know, bring these two together, who was a friend, I understand, of Brian Williams. Yeah, they both- and they, ha- they have... They've had some great discussions on the air, really humorous, and, and, right. and some, of, some of the best daily shows I've ever seen are the ones where Brian Williams was a guest. Right, ab- absolutely. They're friends. They grew up in Jersey. They've known each other for many years, not just personally but for professionally. Uh, but John Stewart couldn't remain silent on this and has a job to do. We'll play what uh, John Stewart had to say. Um, but uh, Brian Williams now has been suspended. John Stewart said this was a sin, not a crime. Do you agree? The accountants at NBC are looking over books, and you know that's never a good thing. I said on Fox uh, News Channel earlier today that when the accountants come in, they're trying to dredge something up, cause, if you will, so that they can, you know, rip up that multi-million, multi-year contract. And I think we all know the reason. One of the things that bothered me on this, I have to say, although, you know, so typical in media, um, their ratings went down. They lost money. They lost audience. They put them on a six-month uh, suspension. They, uh, you know, are claiming they're doing this heavy investigation. We will see. But don't you think that the suspension should have come after a thorough investigation was done? Or do you think that the damage was done enough that warranted that six-month suspension? I think NBC had to act quickly to restore its credibility. I, I really can't blame them. Um, I thought maybe three months would have been the appropriate suspension. But then again, you... When you play all of those right next to each other, one after the other, Leslie, that's that's pretty powerful. Um, by the way, it's not proven that all of those were lies, but it's certainly proven that some of those were lies, and some of them are just presumed to be kind of incredible. You know, I I do think it's more of a sin than a crime. I support the suspension. I'll be very clear about that. I do think he has to be punished. I think any journalist. But do you have to be pu- do you have to be punished until there's a full investigation and all the facts bear out? Well, uh, Brian Williams already admitted the helicopter story wasn't true. So, you know, a full investigation made... And, and why? And another thing, Mark, sorry to interrupt, why do you think it took so long, when there's so many people involved, <laughs> you know, uh, for, for them to come forward? Oh, you mean the, the military people who knew that it wasn't true? Correct. And not, well, just mili- think- not just military people, people that work with him on NBC. Brian Williams doesn't travel alone. He has to work with a crew. Well, that's true. I, I actually think it's the power of social media, honestly. You know, the uh, person in the military who first complained about this said on one of the programs, I forget which, that he wrote a letter to NBC when Brian Williams first got the story wrong, and the letter was just ignored. And, of course, in those days, you, you just wrote a letter, and your letter's ignored, and what are you going to do? Write a letter to the editor of the newspaper? Maybe, and maybe it'd be reported. But today, with Facebook and Twitter, and you can really, ordinary citizens can get their word out, which I think is great, by the way. I think it's wonderful for democracy. I think it's wonderful for grassroots. And I think the difference in time is because of the power of social media. Do you think that Brian Williams told a lie so many times he believed his own doo-doo, Yes. Or, and Kaka. Um, yes. And I say that, or do you think that he's over the years become comfortable with embellishing that it's become part of his style and he likes incorporating it into his stories? Hey, look, if you don't get caught, you keep doing it. Leslie, have you ever met anyone that told a fish story? <laughs> well, that, that's, what I, that, that's, what, that's what I'm saying. The fish gets big, bigger every time. I mean... Yeah, the cho- apparently the chopper, in fr- the chopper in front of him was shot at. How that became his chopper, 
obviously that was the part of the fish. Or, or people telling war stories. Uh, you know, in wartime, you are, it's incredibly stressful. It's incredibly dangerous. And I don't know if every war – you want to believe every veteran that tells you every war story. Uh, you know, I'm, there may be some embellishment. I, I don't know. Um, I think it's human. I think it's a sin, as, as John Stewart put it. I think he has to be punished for it. But I don't think it's, uh, you know, as, as John Stewart very well put, put out on the, on the Daily Show, the lies they told us to get into Iraq were far more severe. The entire media was doing it. And, you know, we got into a war and hundreds of thousands of people, you know, died, including tens of, you know, or at least thousands of Americans. And so it seems to me that uh, if, if that, it, that didn't get punished and Brian Williams' crimes definitely pale in comparison to those. Uh, yes, I was listening to uh, you know John Williams say that as well. I think we have. Do we have that cut, guys? I think we uh, have that cut. Am I correct? Okay. Uh, John Stewart. John Stewart. I'm combining uh, Brian Williams and yeah, John. Yeah, well, John Williams was a great composer. I don't know what he had to do with it. No, I know, no, I know. Uh, Come on, have... one's named Brian Williams, one name's John Stewart. Come on, the fact I we have we'll a political get... playback which has some commentary from both John Stewart and Conan O'Brien. No, no, no. I, I have, I have, I have, I know. But one of the things I had asked for. Earlier today was something I had heard on uh, the Daily Show was when uh, you know John Stewart was doing uh, maybe I didn't ask for it uh, but l- l- let's well, we uh, have his, it's part of the commentary is oh okay let, let let's listen to the commentary and this was with Conan O'Brien once again a reminder John Stewart and Brian Williams are friends personally and professionally but he couldn't ignore this issue. Bry. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why Bry? Why Bry lie? Sigh. Were you Bry High? Because if they keep finding Bry Bye. There were surprise winners. I was shocked. A couple of winners really surprised yeah. me. Yeah. Brian Williams won the Grammy for Best Spoken Word in the Fiction category. <laughs> Shocking. At least I think he did. That's what he told me. <laughs> Part of me sympathizes with Brian Williams. Look, I understand how stories get blurred over the years, especially in tense situations. Once I reported that I cold cocked George Foreman in his grill. <laughs> I did. I actually. Turns out I just put cold cuts on a George Foreman grill. Finally, someone is being held to account for misleading America about the Iraq War. <laughs> Now, it might not necessarily, might not necessarily be the first person you'd want held accountable on that list, but never again will Brian Williams mislead this great nation about being shot at in a war we probably wouldn't have ended up in if the media had applied this level of scrutiny to the actual war. Very, very good point. Mark, do you... Doesn't it seem there's more outrage or outrage or at least today about what Brian Williams did as opposed to what former President George W. Bush did? Well, absolutely. And the media that enabled him. I remember Judith Miller uh, used to be a special reporter for The New York Times, and she took what Dick Cheney fed her hook, line and sinker, printed it on The New York Times, which is still the most important paper of record in the United States, did so without saying it was you know, from the vice president or his people, and basically led Americans to believe there were weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, which there never were. That, to me, you know, if, if Brian Williams committed a six-month suspension, Jim Miller should, should 
certainly be fired and banned from ever practicing journalism in anywhere again. And yet that, I don't think that story is even well known to Americans who will know all the details of Brian Williams. Uh, Let's also um, talk about accountants looking at books. Um, You're an attorney. Do you think, do you think they're, you know, if you dig, you know, hard enough, you find something like if he lied about stories, did he lie about his expense accounts? Because that's what they're looking into, the accountants at NBC. You know, I don't think so. I think it's a very different thing. I don't think, as you say, Brian Williams needs the money. I don't think this is a general penchant for dishonesty. Uh, now, to be fair, I like Brian Williams. I've always liked Brian Williams, so maybe I'm biased in this regard. I think it's the natural human desire to embellish, to put yourself in the center of a story uh, that you were a part of, but not the center of. And I think people, you know, how many people embellish their resumes? How many people tell a story and, and make themselves a little bit more of a hero? I think it's extremely human. That being said, I, again, I support the suspension, and I'm, I'm glad he's being punished. He should be punished. But I don't think this should be the journalistic death penalty. I'm glad it's a suspension, not a firing. And I think that a lot of the people who are enjoying this, uh, you know, let let he or she without sin cast the first stone. I think lots of people embellish a little bit. And I have, it's funny, I was just saying uh, to my boyfriend, I was saying, hey, you know, I've done more than a thousand radio shows. I hope I've never embellished. I don't know that I have. But now I'm like worried. Did I say something that was a little more than, you know, it, it makes you wonder what you said yourself. And, and you and me, we, we're in the media a lot. We've done lots and lots of shows. All of mine are archived on my website. And one day someone's going to find that I you know, exaggerated. I, I hope not. I don't think so. But I'm worried about it. All right. We're going to take a break. When we come back, your calls at 8886 Leslie. I'm Leslie Marshall. He's Mark Levine. Back after this. <laughs> I, okay, Mark Levine, before we get to uh, our calls, <laughs> I just have, okay, Marky Mark's going to hate me for this. Mark, can you be with us? Marky Mark Grimaldi, can you join us for a moment? <laughs> yes, yes. Okay. I, I was just, I was just wondering, is, um, is, is that a chicken screaming in the song <laughs> that's no, being that's strangled? <laughs> I don't like him, but I don't like that song. I don't, Mark, 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 Mark Levine, do you like that song? Am I the only one that... The the ah, my husband would like that. That says no, Mark. What do you think? No, no, no. You're, I agree with you. That was the worst intro ever. Wow. Thank you. Okay. All right. We All right. will delete that from the. We library. have to delete it from the library. I like Sorry, how I Mark. Hold this. You know, after using it for about a month. No, no, no. It's always bu- it's always bugged me, but it's always yeah. been like you know we're doing things, we're busy, and I just figured. You mean okay. like a full board, and we have calls on. Yeah, yeah. Minutes. Like you know, yeah. Priorities, <laughs> you know, priorities. I'm sorry. I, I just had to. I had sorry, to get good to. to know. All right. I like how you <laughs> IM'd it to me and then told me on air. That's very helpful. <laughs> it was and fun, and the people listening are enjoying this and and are probably calling jack white right now you know and telling on you and telling on me i will get over it <laughs> yes no i don't i don't not a fan um okay let's go to michael in the bronx like for michael uh, happy hump day uh thank you for joining us comments on brian williams but of course you can weigh in on that bumper music as well just to <laughs> further validate my strength and opinion here i only got two words for the music no comment Okay, okay, Michael, go ahead. What's your comment on the issue? Uh, on the, about the Brian Weems? Yes, you and Mark. Hey, Mark, how you doing? Hey there. Hey, Bri- Hey, Michael. No, you're Mark. I'm Michael. Right. 
Yeah. I thought I said, hey, but Brian, you, but you're not Brian Williams either. Right. But thing is that you guys... Or John guys Williams. Right. Okay. Right. <laughs> but, yes, you're right that at least Brian Williams, um, whatever embellishment or lie that he told, it did not cost the life of innocent people. But I, I have always stated that, yes, you got some people that are in the media hiding behind the microphone and using public um, airways to distort the rhetoric, which is full of lies and is meant to be malicious. But I've always felt that um, those on the liberal side or on our side, per, per se, you always want to take the high road. You always want to protect yourself. You never, never, ever want to put yourself in a position where you become the sacrificial lamb or become the fall guy. And I think that Brian Williams has pretty much become the fall guy here. I mean, I can understand MSNBC and NBC. But wait, 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 Michael, uh, Michael, mm-hmm. how can he become the fall guy? He's the one that fell. I mean, this this is of his own doing. This isn't NBC screwed up. This is Brian Williams that came out of his mouth. He's the horse here. We're going to be back. Michael in the Bronx, hang on. We'll let you finish your comment. Mark Levine and I will be looking at music as Mark is, Mark, Marky Mark Grimaldi has just thrown everything at us from our music library. <laughs> we'll be back. Don't go away. Geico, saving people money for over 75 years, including Jack White. Uh, I'm Leslie Marshall. Yeah, I was going to say, He's... Leslie, what did you think of that song, Leslie? <laughs> I thought we just did that whole thing on the air. No, that was off air. That, that was off the air. Okay, yeah. I just said, let's repeat the whole damn thing. Then I just said, now this I like, this song I like. And Mark goes, do ya? And I said, this is not Jack White, is it? And he goes, I don't know, is it? And I said, is it? And he goes, yeah. And I said, oh, damn, I do like this song. And my husband said, there is one song by Jack White I like. But you did admit this wasn't him alone. Nope. And this was him yep. with, with the White Stripes. Yep. He, it was one other band member, I believe, a female when he was in the White Stripes. And now he does so His ex-wife, I think. Is, is that? Yeah. So maybe she's the missing piece in your Well, your uh, yeah, of course. It had to be a woman, a woman that made right. it. was a woman that made it better. Let's right. just. Okay. Now that, right. we, now that we've clarified. Now we have that established. <laughs> Mark Levine, did you like that latest bumper music song? Uh oh. Yeah, yeah. The White Stripes are. Ja- I mean, uh, Jack Black. What? Well, not Jack Black. What's his name? Jack, Jack White. White. White Stripes. John Stewart. Brian Williams. I'm getting all confused. Too many names. Uh, let's go back to Michael in the Bronx. Uh, Michael, please uh, finish up your comments regarding my, uh, Brian Williams being suspended for six months without pay from NBC. Yeah, thanks, Leslie. And you know, I admit that. Um, what what was the term I I used to? Um, well, whatever term I used earlier, I admit that was the wrong choice of words. But you know, the thing is, is that they're supposed to know better. You don't want to embellish your story any way, shape, or form, because you put your credibility on the line, as well as the credibility of the people that you work for. And never mind this thing of, well, the other stations are doing it or they do it a hell of a lot worse and they produce a, um, much more injustice. So my lie was just a white lie. No, you never, ever set yourself up to that um, area because guess what? You're the one that's facing penalties. You know what I mean? Granted, you got a certain Republican 
<clears throat> as you have mentioned, who made a lie about weapons of mass destruction in Iraq, and then we lost 5,000-plus people. You have another Republican that said the air and, and around ground zero is safe when it wasn't, and more people died from that. And now a damn thing was done to those individuals. Um, they were never held accountable civilly or even criminally, for that matter. You have another Republican that put a crosshead um, map, a target map, listing um, Democratic um, Congress people saying these are the people you've got to take out because they vote for Obamacare and they jeopardize your life and safety, which was a blatant lie. And they're still walking around scot-free. Don't ever, 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 people, put yourself in a situation and think that, well, they did a hell of a lot worse, so nothing can happen to me. Never, ever think that. You know what I'm saying? It's like you know better. You want to produce the truth. You take the high road, and you show them that you're far better than the other idiots that I have mentioned that don't give a rat's ass about who they hurt or how they hurt them. Okay. Is uh, Mark Levine back with us? Uh, I am back with you. Mar- yeah. Mark, did you um, want to comment on uh, Michael's uh, Well, I'll remarks. tell you, I'm a little concerned about this because – uh, let, let, let's face it. Let's, let's think about what this really is about. Uh, Hillary Clinton, who you and I both like, Leslie, and both of us want to see her be our next president, uh, said that in Bosnia, when she was in a helicopter, that she came yes, under I, proper fire. Yeah, yeah. And apparently she didn't. And I guarantee you that the right wing is going to use Brian Williams yep. as a way to now say, well, he got to Senate for six months. I think that's just going to be president. This is the next shoe to drop. Mark my words, it's as certain as night following day. It's going to happen, and it's going to happen soon. Okay. You know what? I agree, and I thought about that yesterday, as a matter of fact, because I thought, didn't she say she came under fire? You know, or that? Yeah. 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 Uh, Don't give them ideas. You know they're listening. You know they're listening. Don't give them ideas. You know they're listening. Well, I just said it's a little kinder to Brian Williams, lest this come back to haunt us. I I think that there's really no comparison. As as much as, and I, I agree he should be suspended, but there's a difference between embellishing one's war stories it really harms no one. It just makes you, it puffs you up, makes you look more important. And actually lying about something that gets us into war, which to me is is un, unthinkable and unforgivable. All right. Let's take some more calls. Michael, thank you for uh, your uh, call. Let's go to Daily Dave in Hawaii, who is now on line one. Hey, Daily Dave, aloha. Aloha, Leslie. How are you? Hey, welcome with Mark and I this hour. Hi, Mark. I've got you both Hi, Dave. where I want you. You got what? I've got you both exactly where I want you. Okay. <laughs> On the air. I don't know. It sounded like some sinister thing. I don't know. Um, it's funny that Mark can park his car during a six-minute break at the top of the hour, but in the longest break of the hour, you know, the three and a half minutes that we just went through, he's still in the bathroom. Now, what's up with that, Mark? <laughs> His phone does sound like he's in the bathroom. <laughs> Mark, i got to give him credit. He's flying through D.C. traffic, trying to be on the phone and not get arrested. That, that's, that's actually true. So anyway, I think there's a couple issues that come up. You know, you can, as you're saying earlier, Mark, you can embellish your resume. But then you can, you know, you can lie by omission also which is kind of like saying, you know, Bruce Jenner saw an accident on the 405 last week. And you have a loss of credibility in under both circumstances. 
my problem with with what Brian Williams did is what we call theft of valor. And for him to suggest that he came under fire uh, and was, you know, his life was in danger, this, that, and the other thing, what that does is it diminishes, you know, the, the 4,000 men and women, Americans, that, that died in the Iraq War, and the 100, 200, 300,000 Iraqis that died in the, in the second Iraq war, it, it cheapens their sacrifice for him to put himself on the same pedestal as though he was under fire when the, the, the grunts and the, and the Navy personnel and the air force. And now currently, um, let's say our, for lack of a better term, our allies in the war against ISIS for, for him to say that I was on the front lines, and I took fire is, is actually a slap in the face to those who actually served. And that's my problem with it. You well, brought up a good point earlier about Judith Miller. I was going to say that. Say now, the now, now, Dave, uh, one, Dave, one of the things is I, I, I know that you are um, a vet. And um, I have an email here. I have so many. Let me see. Where is he? Where is he? Where is he? I just had this open. Uh, here he is, Larry. Um, he had a comment. He is um, a U.S. vet. He said, all this fuss over Brian Williams fabricating a story about a war on the Bush regime, uh, while the Bush regime lied to us, that cost trillions in the slaughter of millions. Where the hell was the media in looking into and reporting that? David, I wanted you to comment on that. And, um, and, and then, Mark, I'd like you to comment on what Dave had to say. Okay. Okay. So, I mean, um, it's, it's for, for NBC – in my mind, for NBC to go after uh, Brian Williams now, you know, 12, 13 years after the start of the war, and when, when essentially 90% of the media was cheerleading the Bush administration to go in and invade Iraq, to me, it's a little, you know, too late, too little too late. And as uh, earlier, he's the fall guy. I, I would say, Dave, I, I agree with your first comment, and I don't mean to excuse Brian Williams at all. I don't. I, I said I think the suspension was justified. Um, I, I, I just think there are crimes and there are greater crimes. It's not a crime. There are mistakes, wrongs, um, and, and it was morally wrong, and then there are greater wrongs. And I, I, I think I understand where violence is coming from. Now, that being said, when you are the single most famous journalist in the United States, you're being paid $10 million or whatever he's being paid, uh, you know, you are, we can hold you to a higher standard. And he didn't meet that standard, and I agree with you, he was wrong. Um, so I'm not defending him, and, and I think he should have been punished. But I, I guess what I'm trying to say is I, I do have some sympathy um, for him. Uh, I, I remember when I first heard about this, I cringed. Mostly because I think he's a likable guy. And, uh, you know, if I didn't like him, uh, if this were, um, I won't say whom, but uh, maybe someone from uh, certain right-wing shows, uh, I might not feel the same way. So I've got to check my own biases and be very careful, which is why I'm, I support the suspension. Nevertheless, I, I w- let's just say I wasn't, I wasn't, I'm not ready to dance on Brian Williams' grave. I, I, I think he, he made a terrible mistake for which he should pay a price, but it shouldn't be the journalistic death penalty. Uh, you know what, though? I have to, I want to weigh in, uh, and then we've got to take a break. Um, well, Dave, I Dave, I, Dave, I've never, I I've never. I'll be entitled to do that. 
I'm sorry? As the host, I guess you would be entitled to do that. <laughs> no, but, Dave, thank you. Thank you very much. I appreciate that. The men allowing this little woman to speak. Uh, Dave, when you spoke about valor, I, I really haven't heard anybody put it the way that you did. And to me, it became more egregious when you said that the way you did because you are a vet. I am not. I don't know if Brian Williams is. I assume not. And really, you know, people who are having shots actually taken at them, as so many of our men and women in our armed forces are on a daily basis and in various places throughout the world, whether we're in technical war or in countries that are at war that we're trying to help in, or do something in, it's... Uh, it, 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 I would imagine for some veterans, it's unforgivable and uh, interesting that you brought that up because I haven't well, heard anybody uh, say it or say it in that way. So we're going to take a break, guys, and we yeah. will be back. Don't go away. God Leslie Marshall, Mike Levine joins us. He is my co-host every hour two, but today hour three because of the lovely accidents on the freeway in Los Angeles. Mark, again, thank you for having uh, covering my butt. As only no as only my uh, gay male friends do so well. Thank you. Uh, let's uh, no go, comment. <laughs> let's take more calls. We go to Randall in Connecticut, line five. Hi, Randall. Good afternoon. Talking about Brian Williams, NBC, suspending him for six months without pay. And what do you say? I think that uh, Brian had part to do with it. I think that he had a discussion with NBC upper management and decided that he should step down while they do the investigation. Because he was the ex- executive producer of his show, as well as the host of his show. So I have a problem with people saying he embellished stories because he, he, lied. he lied to the American public, and he was called out by one of our service members. And... I believe that the more NBC investigates the things that Brian has said and done over six months' time, it's going to be hard to be remo- to remove Lester Holt um, from that chair and put Brian Williams back in it. Okay. I just think there's too many people that like Lester Holt as much as they like Brian Williams, and and uh, I just think it's going to Lester is just going to take over the show. All right, Randall, thank you. Uh, Mark Levine, my co-host here. Um, what, do you, what do you, I mean, do you think that, you know, this will be temporary? Um, do, you, do you think they're hoping that the six months kind of puts out of the minds of the viewer? You know, we have short-term memories in America when we want to um, on things like this. And we're very forgiving on many things, especially, like you said, if we like them. Uh, Brian Williams is not viewed as a liberal, except by some far right wingers who think NBC is a liberal news network. Um, do you think that um, Lester Holt will be out? Brian Williams will be back. And also to the point that Randall made, do you think that Brian Williams said, just put me on ice, put me on the beach for six months? I think Brian Williams probably supported his own punishment. I don't know whether he supported six months or not, but. Brian Williams took himself off the air prior to NBC punishing him. So I think this is a a man who recognized he did wrong and is going to do everything humanly possible to get himself back in the public good graces. I have no joy. You know, I I think part of this 
media frenzy is we love to see the mighty fall and it's a huge story so you know he's he's the most powerful journalist in america and he's fallen and so people like to stomp on his grave uh i'm not defending what he did i want to be clear about that i've said that several times but i want to repeat that at the same time i find this um joy over what i think is basically a good man's fall to be a little um a uh, little distasteful. I, 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 maybe, like I said, maybe just because I like him, because I think he is charming, because I think he seems to be a good guy. Um, I've never heard of him being, you know, rude or nasty or a jerk behind the scenes, the way we hear so many big names in Hollywood or, or music. And he just, so, so, you know, maybe I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt because he seems like a nice guy. That being said, I've never met Brian Williams. Maybe he is a terror behind the scenes. I don't know. But um, it's I, weird, I, though, I, yeah. a guy with such much with, with, you know, such a level of celebrity and name recognition would need to obviously do this to, uh, <clears throat> I, I mean, you know, make people, you know, uh, feel sympathy for him, obviously. Dysentery. I think stories grow in the telling. I think if you tell a story, there was a helicopter shot down. It was in his group. And then afterwards, there were people on the ground that were defending him and others from attack, and that's the story he told. And um, it, it, you know, and the helicopter was shot down. And sometimes he used the word "we." You know, we were shot down. Well, if we includes the four helicopters, I just think it, it kind of goes over time. Again, please don't think I'm justifying it. I'm not. I am saying I think it's a human mistake. It's, it's as John Stewart said, a sin, not a crime. All right, let's take uh, some more calls, and uh, we go next to Joshua in Missouri, line four. Josh, how you doing? Oh, just enjoying my right hot wings over here, you know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so I just, the, here, here's one thing that I, I think is horribly ironic. Uh, this guy, well, like, say, when I was in college, and especially when I was in grad school, uh, man, I had to make sure, especially if I, got, if I quoted someone or something in a paper, I had to make sure whether it was APA, MLA, whatever, I had to quote that to the T. I had papers handed back to me before, and they'd say to me, hey, Josh, you need to fix this. I can't grade it yet. When technically the professor could have brought me up on academic um, fraud, and I ultimately could have been kicked out of school. Now, that's just little old right-wing me. And I I don't like the fact that I was watching Jimmy Kimmel last night and Bill O'Reilly. For everyone who wants to know, I'm not a Democrat. I'm not a liberal. I'm certainly not a Republican. I lost that card a long time ago. They revoked it and threatened to file a restraining order. Okay. But Bill O'Reilly was sitting there telling the thing I can't stand about that arrogant person is he tells you like a teacher, like he's, you know, whacking the ruler. Well, on uh, the Bill used to be a teacher, and I'm going to be on his show tomorrow night. So I'll be sure to relay this because he's here in L.A. Okay. I'm going to do it in person. <laughs> that, that's fine. I, I hated how he arrogantly looked at the camera and said, if you're taking joy in this or whatever he said, you really need to look at yourself. And I heard what your co-host said just a minute ago. I'm not taking joy in, in this, okay? I've got enough going on. I'm unemployed. I've got bigger fish to fry, okay? I've got real real problems. No, but you know I what? Come think- on. You know what? Okay, regardless of what you think of Bill, and I, I know Bill personally. I like I like Bill. He's, he's He reminds me a lot of some guys in my family. Very tough. Shoots from the hip. I may not agree with him uh, ideologically, uh, you know, certainly with some uh, many things uh, that he has said. Uh, but I, I do agree with him on that point. And, and I say that because when people are in the public eye, in, in the media, and 
bad comes to them. There are people out there who derive pleasure from that and enjoy from that. And quite frankly, considering that Bill is definitely right of me politically, there are a lot of people, uh, you know, uh, right-wingers, who view NBC as being this bastion of, you know, liberal social communism and that Brian Williams is at the, you know, helm of that, um, you know, who want this guy to go down in flames, if you will. So I don't agree with you on that. Well, one thing I should Okay, say. go ahead, Mark. You have the last 30 seconds. <laughs> okay, last 30 seconds. MSNBC does have a liberal bias. I don't think anyone can deny that. But I think you have to separate MSNBC from NBC from CNBC. If you think NBC has a liberal bias, watch CNBC sometime. You know, let them talk about the stock market and, and making rich people richer. And you could argue they have a Wall Street bias. So I think that the three NBC channels in total end up around the middle. All right. Thank you to my co-host, Mark Levine. I'm Leslie Marshall. My great producers, Marky Mark Grimaldi and Andrew Tomedy. 